Well, last night, Aaron O'Toole, the leader of the Federal Conservative Party, brought down the hammer, announcing that the conservative center who had launched a uh, petition against his leadership has been removed from the party caucus. But in response, Batters tweeted out that she's not going to be silenced by a leader so weak that he fired her via voicemail. Voicemail. I thought I thought Aaron O'Toole said the Conservative Party was not your father's Conservative Party. Who leaves voicemail? I you got to know in 2021, you break up with someone with a DM, possibly a uh, TikTok dance. That that's how you do it. Voice. Who leaves voicemail? What does it all mean for Aaron O'Toole? Because the petition is still out there. Kate Harrison is vice chair of Suman Strategies. Is this put the thing to bed, or is it inflamed the situation? Uh, I think that it's a little bit too early to tell where this goes. I, you know, you've kind of got this imperative on the part of Aaron O'Toole to make sure that he has a united team, particularly with the return of the House of Commons next week. Uh, but then you've got these kind of lingering questions out there from some vocal critics, and they seem to be in the minority, but they are out there, uh, challenging the opportunity or the ability for, for members to have a say. Uh, no one wants uh, this to be happening within the Conservative Party right now in such a public fashion. I think that O'Toole is doing what he needs to do to show that he's in uh, control of his caucus. Um, I, of course, there was a, a, a vote of caucus members in terms of securing his leadership, and that was easily passed. Uh, but it does keep the Conservative team very unfocused, heading into a period where they would rather be talking about any number of other things that Canadians are dealing with and certainly that the, the Trudeau Liberals have yet to solve for. Tell, tell me about the play here with Denise Batters and injecting her from the caucus. Did, did O'Toole have uh, any choice but to do that? I don't think so. I think, I, you know, I've known Senator Batters for a long time. I like her and I respect her. I think that she went about this the wrong way. Uh, there are times and places to bring forward concerns about uh, what's happening uh, within the party or during the last campaign. Obviously, there's a review that's happening right now um, that's polling quite a number of people in terms of where we should look to improve for the next effort. Uh, spending out with a public petition uh, and going negative in that way without having fully exhausted uh, any other intervention point, let's say, seems to be short-sighted. Uh, so I think that Senator Batters has been in politics for a long time. She likely knew the reaction that this was going to, to draw. Uh, it's not one that is ultimately favorable for the party at a time when they really need to be focused. Um, you know, it does kind of lead to a bigger question and a conversation around how senators are, should senators even be part of political caucuses, right? Like, should they be a part of it even though they are unelected? Uh, that's a debate and a discussion, obviously, for another day. Uh, but I do think that there was some some ill will behind this this effort uh, and not one that was, you know, a team, a team focus and politics is a team sport. It, it does, however, raise questions, as you point out, about timing and why would the senator go now with this? Uh, her point of view would be that we got to deal with it. We got to deal with it right now uh, and that there's no time to waste. There's a minority parliament. It could end at any time. We got to get on with it. Uh, do you think that is uh, striking a chord with conservatives? The conservatives I talked to, I would say by and large, uh, no. Uh, and I think that there was a sense. So in, you go back to 2019, conservatives had a pretty solid election effort. Uh, there was a number of, I'll say, kind of personal foibles that brought down Andrew Scheer. 
but that kind of continued sentiment of one and done, replace your leader right away, uh, even after a really strong electoral showing, uh, is not going to do much for the conservative brand uh, and creating a known entity with Canadians uh, in their leadership. So uh, we have done some very good work, I would argue, in terms of making Aaron O'Toole a known quantity to the Canadian public. Uh, his favorables went in the right direction during the campaign. Yeah, didn't pull off a win, was never supposed to. Uh, this was always an election that was supposed to be uh, delivering a majority government for Justin Trudeau, and Aaron O'Toole shut that down. So I think that this attitude that we don't secure a majority victory right off the hop, even though, you know, to Aaron O'Toole's defense, he's only been in the job for a year, uh, that's ultimately not helpful in terms of creating that, that brand recognition and that trust uh, and and that kind of known entity for, for Canadian voters. But, but Kate, I think the... The flip of that would be that there are many conservatives who supported Aaron O'Toole's leadership who themselves say that, well, this is not the brand that I supported because they are suffering from whiplash from Aaron O'Toole moving the party sharply to the center. Yeah, I I think that where there is room for for debate is what ideas and policies should be brought forward to, to voters. And I think that, again, there are ways to go about Uh, creating those conversations, tabling meaningful policy, going about getting member support for those policies uh, that aren't a petition to remove the leader, right? This needs to be a little bit of give. Uh, Yes, uh, Aaron O'Toole, it seems, has acknowledged that things didn't go perfectly well. Uh, That does need to be a meaningful effort. Um, You know, they can start by doing some of a policy review and actually engaging caucus members and others on it. And it sounds like that work is happening. Uh, There is a big difference between having an issue with, let's say, the Conservatives' position on a carbon tax, uh, and then voting to immediately remove him as leader. So there needs to be a middle ground achieved on on both sides here and some kind of genuine goodwill to try and put the party in the right direction and set them up. Great discussion, Kate. Appreciate your opinion and uh, your insight into all of this. Great. Thank you so much. As Kate Harrison, Vice Chair of Summa Strategies, this is Global News Radio. I'm Alan Carter. We're back in a moment. 